0: When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. December 28th, yeah.
1: 2021. By the way, I've been in the new year for a couple months. I don't know about you. Oh, you mean the Jewish new year? Jewish. Yeah. Woo! 5782. Happy Rosh Hashanah. I think it's Happy Rosh Hashanah. May God have mercy upon your soul. I don't know how you said that. That was from our sponsor. Oh. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Let's just get yeah. that baby right out there. Oh, wee, wee. Uh, in oh, the new oh. year. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got a Wait. shout out. I got a shout out. It's you go. Go. So there's a movie out American Underdog. About mm. Kurt Warner and yeah. his wife Brenda and their story. And uh, you talk about uh, Rags to Riches type story, you know, from you're not good enough to being a hall of fame quarterback. So excellent movie. Wanted to give a shout out. Boop,
0: boop. Just came out on Christmas day. As a matter of fact. And you had snow, by the way, we didn't. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Now that you brought it up, I do yeah. have, a per- now that you brought it up, I'm going to share the screen and I'm going to show you what we saw this past weekend. Holy cow. There it is. This right here, by the way, is my granddaughter. This is Journey, and she probably just heard my, me call her name right now. This is a shameless plug to see how cute she is. Um, <laughs> and we and were, she'll
1: probably be running in shortly. <laughs> probably running in last, very shortly. Last week we saw her
0: forehead and hair. <laughs> That's right. We did. We did. This, right? I have to tell you, this is only, an. this is not even very far from our house. This is, as the crow flies, this is only 26 miles from my house and uh if you know anything about where i live you don't get snow down this far as far as elevation goes in california very often as a matter of fact friends the friends of ours that have been going up to this one area where we were for the last 15 years they had never seen it like this before we had eight to ten inches of snow that dropped at the 1900 foot elevation level and uh, this is actually kind of jumping into a little bit of our earth news but Oh, watching here from the Philippines! Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Carol. It's great to have you come on. It's great to have you on. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you too. By the way, those in the Philippines, you're going to actually get into the New Year before we do here in the states. Just saying.
1: All right. Just Just while while we're talking about the weather, I just texted to you, but I'm—I know
0: you probably don't read your phone during the show like I do. You just texted to me just now, like just. I can pop it up on the screen. I caught you. We'll get a new
1: tech support guy. Hey, don't worry about it. I've been working on it. <laughs> it's going to be up.
0: In- that that is Christmas Day at about four thirty. You're, you know what? I just want to pop it up on the screen. Uh, people can't see that. What are you talking? What are you doing? Okay, there we go. Oh my gosh! Look how fast you are. That is gorgeous. But what are those? What are the? What's that in the sky there, GJ? I'm afraid to ask. That doesn't look like anything you've ever seen before, does it? I don't think it was uh,
1: the chemtrails. I don't believe that's what it was. No, but that's definitely interesting. Yeah, and I'm trying to find my notes for the, the message.
0: The message. All right, I'm back. Well, that's actually a really interesting um, <clears throat> scenery. Well, we're going to get into some of the snow stuff in California in a minute, but um, I want to give a little update. I'm still, and I need your prayers, everyone. I'm still getting those headaches. You had major the- one last night. Whoa. Yep. And um, just all the Bible. I'm getting a
1: headache because I'm having to wear these headsets because somebody can't hear them. Well, I mean, if you got the little earbuds that connected. It, I whoa, mean, it might. whoa. Christmas didn't come early. Christmas. <laughs> oh. It's,
0: it's going to come early before next Christmas. Hey, True. you never know. You never know. Well, any event, uh, yeah. Keep that. Just continue to keep that in prayer. I appreciate that. JJ, um, how was your Christmas? What'd you do? It was great. We just it was very low
1: key, uh, and low key is good. It means low stress and uh, peaceful. <clears throat> Spent it with our kids, some of our kids, and uh, then we went to my in laws, which is that's where that photo was taken, right outside their house. They live on a farm in Nebraska.
0: Whoa, and did you have any snow
1: out there for Christmas? Did you have a white Christmas? No, my no water was thawed in my pool by the way, and uh, you could have literally gone swimming
0: and 30 degree weather Well I'm not sure I would want to do that unless there was a, a spa with a hundred degree water, but Oh my gosh, dude! What is what is? I'm not a hotel. <laughs> I am. Yeah. If you come out here, or you stay here, you get an actual time in the jacuzzi. I'm just saying. Whatever. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to fly out there. Six thousand flights were canceled this past weekend, by the way. Holy! I know. I saw that. That's insane, and all for whatever reason they're putting out there that we can't mention on this channel. So, uh, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa!
0: I didn't say anything. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. So anyway, is that- Christmas was great. How was yours? Oh, you had a white Christmas. Well, we didn't have we didn't have it here actually in Lincoln, although we did see some a couple little tiny flurries. But um, no, we had a good we had a good day. Spent some time with my wife's parents, and uh, who my father in law actually is in uh, in a certain facility. He was able to come over and actually be with the family for Christmas Day. And it was a good visit. And then we went to a couple friends' house across the street, our neighbors across the street, and finished off the day having some dessert with their family and with them and, and just had a great day. Then we went up to a couple of friends. They have a home up near Lake Wildwood. Had a really great time with them. Uh, it was great to be able to get away and not have to think about all the things you got to do. So I hope and pray that there's many people that have had an opportunity to get some rest this past weekend. And hopefully, even this week before the new year happens, because I'm thinking 2021 needs to go away. <laughs> it just needs to
1: go yeah. away. Everybody, everybody thought the 2020s were going to be woo,
0: <laughs> and we're like, no. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Who was it? Somebody told me. They said 2020 is gonna. A uh, 2022 is just going to be 2020 comma two. <laughs> As in, also, as in, again, as in. Well, here, you know, and uh, I sent you some,
1: well, this was in my devotional this morning. And and I'll, so I, I want to talk about 2022 later. And uh, there's, I, I believe there's a lot of great things that are happening for 2022. And
0: everybody say, well, it can't get much worse. That's a fact. Well, the funny thing is, is that there been a lot of great things that have actually happened in the last two years. Unfortunately, True. overshadowed by all the craziness going on in the world. But True. Cannot wait to hear that. We should jump in to some Earth news. Yeah, you've been lollygagging around. Been spouting my mouth off. Whoa, I
1: didn't mean to say that out loud.
0: Yeah, you did. I heard it. I felt it. And deep down inside, I felt it.
1: Okay, it. well, say hi to Carol, from the Philippines. Boop, boop, boop.
0: Oh. Um, uh, I'm thinking that your le- your last name is pronounced Butte, so I'm going to say it that way. Uh, I'm not sure how to how to how to speak in the Filipino language, but I'm assuming that's how you say it. Well, it's, number one, it's Spanish. It's Spanish. I thought it was Filipino. True. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> well, okay. As I mentioned, snow blasted California, freezes the Pacific Northwest. I had a couple of friends up in uh, parts of Washington State that usually only get rain, and it, it dropped so below freezing. It's the coldest Northwest that a Pacific Northwest time frame they've had. I think I want to say fifty to eighty years. Uh, don't get me, don't quote me on the number, but I, I will say that here in California totally blew me away. We, As I mentioned, we have not had snow down that far in, uh, I think, since 1970. In in 1970, they had, in just under 24 to 48 hours, they had something around 179 inches. That's about 15 feet of snow. Wow. 15 feet of snow. Well, this past weekend, they shut down over 77 miles of highway in the sierra nevadas near lake tahoe and they recorded 193.7 inches of, rain, of snow which equates to just over 16 feet of snow in the sierra nevadas near lake tahoe which is only an hour drive up the hill from where i live they still have not opened up the highways in that area because they're expecting another massive snowstorm to happen tomorrow so Lots of uh, crazy weather events that just continue to boggle the mind, and um, and that's where that's where we are right now.
1: As we had weather in the 50s, we I literally wore no coat on Christmas no Day.
0: Coat. No coat on Christmas Day. Well, not so only people, was that so, so, so
1: complete opposite.
0: Oh yeah, and you and normally your area of the country is what below freezing right now. <laughs> Please don't talk to me that way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <gosh. clears throat> I was 80 in Texas. The only reason I know that is because my mom and brother were down there for Christmas. Yeah, they had a heat wave down there. That's actually a heat wave right now for their time for their yeah, area. The yeah. Yeah. It, the weather is here's the bottom line. The weather's crazy everywhere. Yeah, it so. is. Okay. <clears throat> this is all you, man. This is this one is all you. All right, so we, we've had over fifty four point earthquakes in the last twenty four hours. So I'm just putting that out there, and you know they're everywhere. The reason I'm I'm highlighting this one, we have a roving reporter. <clears throat> the roving reporter sent this to me via text. She she uh, acted like she was my sister, but I'm not sure. But she's because it's from my sister's phone number, but she's a re- reporter now, so I'm just throwing this out there. I'm teasing. My sister sent me this, Julianne said it. uh, And the crazy thing, that's about three hours from where I live. It's an hour from my, where my folks or my mom now lives and and my brother and my oldest child, my daughter, so I have bookends, daughter, daughter, my oldest, she uh, lives in Salina. So I was like, what the heck? So I asked her if she felt it. It it was, I think it happened at 4 a.m. So, you know, unless you're sleeping, you're thinking you're having a dream. But anyway, I pointed that out is earthquakes aren't normal in that area. So that's another weird
0: sign. Yeah. Well, if we take a look at what I'm about to pull up. Whoa,
1: bring them up, bring them all up.
0: Yeah, I'm going to bring them all up, but we're going to, we're going to zoom in. To this area of the country, because not only did you have them there, but Texas has actually been seeing quite a few. And there was a 4.6 in Central Texas that happened uh, actually this morning. And uh, there was also one of 4.5 that happened in Stanton, Texas, just 16 hours ago. And then it doesn't show up here for the last 24 hours, but over the weekend, right here in South Carolina, they had, uh, they had one, I think it was four point something. And the South Carolina barely ever. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen South Carolina. Think maybe it has, but they rarely ever get earthquakes in that area. And I'll never forget the one the, that I had up in Pennsylvania one time. It was a 5.9 in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and it was felt all the way up into New York. And that was just about that was ten years ago. So a lot of crazy, crazy earthquakes happening in weird parts of the country and in the world.
1: Yeah, and. I know. Uh, I think it was about five years ago, maybe five and a half years ago. We had an earthquake. It was like around seven a.m. However, it happened in Oklahoma, and we felt it here. And I think it was like a six point two. It was it's pretty big. Um, so another thing that, and I don't have any uh, photos to share. And we've actually talked about this before. Yellowstone. So Yellowstone National Park. Uh, but she probably pull that up because you're so fast and the smartest guy in the world and
0: just there it is Whoop, there it is uh, well, give me the subject matter so I can pull it up that's what I really need
1: <laughs> Yellowstone Yellowstone National
0: Park yeah what about it tell us we're on the edge of our seats here we need to hear it go, go, well, go. I thought you were going to throw up a map of
1: Yellowstone that's I was buying oh, time. You want a map? Okay. Oh I don't really need it <laughs> but you can show <laughs> you can show people where it's at. So we've talked about this before. So one of the largest uh, faults fault lines I think go through Yellowstone and I don't know how far are you from Yellowstone?
0: Uh, we're about a 12 hour drive I'd say about a 14 hour drive
1: Got it. So basically we're about the same distance away. Yeah, it's right. It's in between us. Yeah. I'm glad you know where Nebraska is now. Thank goodness. It's only, taken, it's only taken a year and a half. <laughs> um, so anyway, the they, scientists have talked about this again, that they're concerned about a major earthquake in Yellowstone. And if that one happens, it's like the big sand area's fault, you know. Way I envision it from what I've heard is that it would be like the San Andreas fault, you know, going crazy and what it could do to California. So anyway, that's an area to pay attention. And uh, obviously, if that goes, then it's going to shake up a bunch of others. So there would be like a triggered action from that. So anyway, that's that's back in the news, even though nothing has happened. We're just talking about it. And then uh, another guy, I was watching the YouTube, and he actually had a dream and he he was he was actually warning people in his dream to not to go to Yellowstone. So,
0: well, anyway, just here, just throwing that just throwing that out there. Don't be alarmed. <laughs> Don't, it's not happening just yet. However, be, be calm, calm down, stop. stop. Calm, people, calm down, people. Come on. Um, actually, Yellowstone <laughs> National Park is home. <laughs> Uh that's hey, that was good. It sounded like a velociraptor. Uh so Yellowstone (laughs) is actually home to a super volcano. And we talked about a super volcano Mm -hmm. actually that was in Japan as well. But you can see uh in this picture right here, the edge of what's called a caldera. Caldera is a super volcano, and you can see how much of Yellowstone uh National Park it encompasses. And the the thing about Yellowstone. Super volcano is that if it actually did erupt, it could wipe out one third to two thirds of the United States and impact um, most of the East Coast because most of the weather patterns move towards the east. So this is something that we, you know, we're not trying to alarm you. Don't like start moving out of Wyoming um, because even if you do move to the East Coast, it's still going to get you anyway. So just relax. <laughs> Was that encouraging or is that not encouraging? <laughs> it wasn't encouraging. No, I'm scared. No, I'm not.
1: Uh, here's the here's the blessing here. We should always be ready for our eternal life. So absolutely. We'll talk, talk about that later.
0: Well, you can find this information on the Yellowstone Caldera at the nationalgeographic.org. And uh, you can just look up Yellowstone Caldera. You can read all about it. Uh, so you know that we're not just blowing smoke. So. There you have. It. <laughs> <laughs> pun intended. Hey. That's right. Pun intended. Thank yeah, you very and much. I, and I'm actually, yeah,
1: high five. Boop, boop. Uh, and I was actually impressed that you actually found a better map than what I was envisioning. Oh, thank you. High five. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Hey, sounds good. That was really good. All right. So um, I wanted to pull up just just staying with the weather for a little bit in Earth News. Uh, There's this map of 2021 of all the major crazy weather events of 2021. So this is kind of what we're looking at right here. So if we go from the East Coast to the West Coast, uh, in 2021, we still have that Western drought and heat wave. It's ongoing. The Western wildfires of 2021, summer and fall. And then you have California flooding, severe weather, which was in January of this year. Northwest central eastern winter storm and that cold wave, if you don't remember that, in Texas, it went down to eight degrees. They lost a lot of electricity. Uh, Central severe weather. You had some major severe weather, July 8th to 11th in the central part of this country. Again, and also 24th to 26th. Um, Anyway, you can just kind of keep on going down the line. You can actually go to WashingtonPost.com and take a look at this. I'm actually going to pop it into the chat for everybody so that they can they can go there and just kind of check it out. So these are all, we've actually mentioned almost every single one of these in the past well, year. Oh, well we have. But this
1: map's not up to date. You know, this is a great map. I'm really impressed. I, and I'm impressed with your abilities today. Um, so. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> where's the snow in California? And where's the 100 mile an hour winds in Nebraska, wow.
0: Kansas? In oklahoma exactly well this particular this particular uh report was written before all that happened this past weekend so we, we haven't had a chance to update that map just yet
1: oh oh that was that was that was updated on january 2nd
0: of of this year <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's what it seems like. that was a well, joke i'm joking i no. got it
1: i got it And we're not joking about all these crazy weather things because i mean it's done a lot of destruction uh and it's you know a lot of people have died yeah um so and and we've experienced some of that bad weather
0: right here well as i'm scrolling down this you can kind of see some of the numbers and uh, if you go to that link you can just take a look at it we're not going to go through all of them but the cold snap in february cost 20.8 billion dollars we had over 963,000 acres burned. That was actually in, this, in the Dixie area of Northern California. You can see that picture there and how devastating that fire was. Um, and so if you just scroll down, we need to be reminded of these things because I don't really remember in, in any recent history here. I know that our fires in this, in this state and a lot of the fires around the West Coast have really <laughs> ramped up in the last several years. And whether they were man Made set, uh, like like they were actually something that we caused on purpose, like arson, whatever. Well, which I happen to think there's a lot of that going on. Uh, or, or we talk about
1: hold it, hold it, yeah,
0: Yeah. things that make you go,
1: hmm,
0: that's right. Hmm. Or if it's the several thousand lightning strikes that started about 267 fires in the state of California, Hmm. either way you look at it. These things are have ramped up quite a bit so um, let's see well Carol actually says from the Philippines and Carol I'm so glad you're hanging in there with us uh, keep on giving us a shout out to all your friends in the Philippines we you guys have been following us for a very long time but you said Carol I don't know how what happened to, to countries but I'm very worried about the people yes Carol we are as well and this is why we want to put these things out there so you can pray that you can Understand that there are a lot of things going on around the world that people are being impacted by. We need to pray. Pray, number one, for their salvation. Number two, that God will be with them and, and give them strength through all the tragedies that have happened. So we need to move on. We need to move on. Okay, hey, George. <laughs> oh, you're moving on up. I'm, shoot. <laughs> you can move on up. That, that, was, um, that was last week. I'm sure you had this one on your list. I'm, I'm sure you had this one on your list. I've never talked about China once on this show. No. <laughs> GJ, if you keep telling untruths like that, people aren't gonna listen to us anymore. Okay, okay, I'm teasing, I'm teasing, teasing. <laughs> I don't tell lies. I don't tell lies. No, you don't no, you just you just kid. You just joke. It's all good.
1: Oh, so. oh, oh, I know what. Yeah. I actually had a photo
0: for you. I forgot to send it to you. Well, send it to me while we're talking I'm, about it. I'm sending it to you right now, baby. <laughs> All right. So recent, recently, the South China Sea missions uh, have actually, this is what's happened in the last couple of days. So China has sent in two aircraft carriers into the China, South China Sea, which, by the way, is where Taiwan is. They're becoming... What? That's right. They're becoming very, very confident. And it's an indication as the as the analysts are reporting, it's an indication that Beijing is, is growing more confident about its abilities and then flaring off and showing off their power and their might. So this is uh, something that happened this past weekend and that's not an aircraft carrier, but they have sent a couple of aircraft carriers into the South China Sea. So a lot, that's pretty crazy, I think. I think that's pretty crazy.
1: Yes, and so to backtrack, I was always going to was just show you that one photo and that's all I was going to say. I wasn't even going to say anything about it.
0: Okay, we're going to pull it up here in just a second because I just oh. saw the I'm like, whoa. <laughs>
1: yeah, so, so while you're pulling that out, um, I'll, I'll go to the one that I did have, which I didn't send you any info. So we've talked about Russia. We talk about China and Russia every week. So that's why I was joking. We talk about it every week and they both have the Red Armies. And if you go to the Bible, in the biblical times, you know, um, in the tribulation, the red armies are swooping down on other countries. So we know China and Russia both play a major, um, major role uh, in the tribulation. And the tribulation, for those that may not know, is that's after Jesus returns and the church is taken so if you're if you have given your life to jesus as your lord and savior then anyone that's still alive will be taken in an in in an instant and then that moment the tribulation goes in full effect so a lot of crazy things happen in the tribulation we've talked about it you know off and on and then things that lead up to the tribulation so Oh uh, every week there's something on China, so this week you know you know Russia has been poking the bear of ukraine, and then last week we talked about how that you- uh, Russia is actually positioning itself to be on the borders that can actually have major impact on Western europe and uh then the other thing that um has happened is now Poland is in play because they're helping out people that are trying to escape from some of these other countries into mm-hmm. Poland, and so now Russia is sort of poking the bear of Poland. So now it just continues to escalate to some degree. Whether something happens, I don't know. <clears throat> so that was my. I saw that photo and I was like,
0: "All right, we don't need to talk about China." Enough said. Enough said. I mean that that's a pretty um, it's a pretty telling picture right there. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, good. Good job pulling that up, by the way. You're you're just amazing. I've been working I've been working on my skills. I'm working on them. It's, it's, all I got to do is look good. <laughs> no, you got to be able to talk about it. I don't know anything about any of this next topic. Yeah, you do. So I ran um there again, threatening I I saw that one and I was like, "Yes, eh, still threatening I'm, yeah, this is, a, this is really interesting because they uh, – so I didn't – so here's a, here's a weird thing. On, on the social media channel that rhymes with um, Flitter, they, uh, there is <laughs> – the Iran – okay, I got to get this right. The Iran-Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps has an account that has 12,100 followers, and they wrote this on, uh, on Twitter this past weekend. Then on the day, we will deal you the fiercest blow. We will surely inflict punishment. Hashtag Demona. So Demona is a nuclear facility. And um, they're, so Iran is and, actually fixing their muscles here. Go ahead. What were we going to say? That's in Iran. I'm just making sure everybody understands that. Right. So Iran is threatening uh, and they're threatening to blow up the city of Demona in the in the Negev Desert where a nuclear facility is located. Well, 12,100 followers on on, on this uh, channel that rhymes with flitter. And um, they talk about this, the 17th great prophet uh, and, and it's some kind of a drill. That's what you're looking at here is, are these missile drills that they're doing in the desert. And they also talk about On this channel, Kudz, which is another name for Jerusalem. So, Iran is constantly talking about liberating Jerusalem. When they talk about liberating Jerusalem, they talk about taking all the Jewish people out of Jerusalem and only having uh, people that are of Arab descent or Palestinian in Jerusalem. So, that's what they talk about when they talk about liberating it. So, I mean, this is a constant, constant thing that we need to pay attention to. Anything to add there, GJ? Well, for those that maybe maybe
1: listen for the first time, is Jerusalem plays a key role in the end days, and it's play, I mean, and all of time it's played a key role. It's just it's it's just that is a key city, a key area, and so that's an area. If you're going to pay attention to any of these signs, there's one to pay attention to, and at some point, the the Jews rebuild the temple that was torn down, I forget what year, but Dan knows that because that, he's smart and has all the answers.
0: And he's just given me the answers and let me speak. So thanks. 70 AD was when the t- uh, last temple was destroyed. Just go. Just go. You got it. And the only reason you know that is because that's the year you were born. So um, <laughs> just throw that out there. I'm just throwing that out there. Hey, I'm getting younger because I, I was born in the days of Moses before. So I'm getting younger. I feel good. Oh my gosh! I stand corrected.
1: <laughs> oh man, here we go. Back to you, G. <laughs> so, so Jerusalem plays a key role from here on out. So pay attention to what's happening in Jerusalem. And another thing is, a lot of the mainstream media and and different. I mean, we we scour a lot of the back media channels is how we find a lot of our information. Um, and Jerusalem, though, is talked about periodically in the mainstream media, and uh, it's typically not good. Um, however, when they're talking about it, there is something to it. So,
0: moving on. Well, not moving up, moving on. Moving on, adding this to the discussion of Israel. This is on one of our, I'd say well, one of had, my... Had to go to the Temple Mount. Boop, boop. Of course, because whenever we talk about Jerusalem, you need to talk about the Temple Mount because that's where a lot of the activity in the end times and the tribulation is going to take place. So, so how, yeah, go ahead. I know I'm interrupting you, which I do all the time. <laughs> Could
1: you elaborate the significance of the Temple Mount for anybody that may not know?
0: Because I know you know the answer. Yes, of course, I will. So, during the end times, the the temple of the, the Jewish temple, not the al Mosque or anything from any other religion, but the Jewish temple will be rebuilt and they will reinstitute sacrifices that will happen in that temple. Three and a half years in, uh, during that last three and a half years of the tribulation, there is going to be the Antichrist will rise up and he will actually do something so abominable in the temple that it is a slap and a slam against the one true God, as we know, who um, is God, our Father, through Jesus Christ, His Son, the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's that's what we know is going to happen during that time frame. So the the third temple will be rebuilt at some point during the end times, and so that's what makes what I'm about to share with you uh, really really important. So the UN, the United Nations. They had come out with an anti Israel resolution. So I'm just going to read this to you because it can actually, it actually states it a lot better than I can say it by myself. But at the beginning of the month, I doubt it. At the beginning of the month, in this month, December, during the holiday of Hanukkah, the United Nations General Assembly approved the Jerusalem resolution that referred to Israel as, quote, the occupying power, unquote, disavowing Jewish ties to the Temple Mount and called it solely by its Muslim Arabic name of al-Haram al-Sharif. So the UN is actually coming out and making a statement through a resolution that the Jewish temple does not belong to the Jewish people. The actual mount itself, actually, and what they're saying, only belongs to the Muslim faith. So that's the first thing. In response to that, representative Paul Gosar so we have the house of representatives here in our government That's one of the one of the uh, branches of our government and the house of representatives and the senate which make up congress here in this in this country representative Paul Gosar actually came out in his own statement and he said that uh, he he is calling on the UN to not only take out that resolution but to dismantle the muslim structures in Jerusalem that were built on the ruins of the Jewish temple. So now we have representatives here in this country on the floor of the House of Representatives calling on the UN to dismantle and take apart the Al-Aqsa Mosque so that the temple of Jerusalem, for the Jewish temple of Jerusalem, can be rebuilt. So this is really this is really key because there, there's a lot more discussion, dare I say, bravery in the part of some politics out there for people standing up and saying, this is what we want to see happen in Jerusalem. So I'm not saying that they're building anything. I'm not saying they're tearing anything down. But there's a lot of talk about it happening. There you go. Which
1: goes back to my statement: is pay
0: attention. <laughs> pay attention. There's another way you can say that. <laughs> so that's all leading up to the tribulation. We actually took tackled almost all three without even talking about what they were. But we have earth news. We have Uh, wars and rumors of wars where we talked about china iran israel then we talk about leading up to the tribulation with the whole temple um what are some things that make you go hmm well there's
1: a couple that are posted in the end times oh by the way end times.chat end times.chat i am lacking oh my gosh i gotta get another tech support slash graphic artist slash
0: now point, now point down. Now point down because now it's just below you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now point diagonal. Oh, other way. Other way. Hey, there it is. There it is. Endtimes.chat. Don't forget no, to go sure. to To the right. To the right. To, <laughs> to the, the right. right. Uh, <laughs> so not only are we at endtimes.chat, but you can now follow us on Spotify and iTunes. Woo! And- or on podcast, check us out. If you're traveling, you can't watch us on Facebook and YouTube. You can check us out on our podcast now live on Spotify and iTunes. And, yeah, iTunes. <laughs> Sp- eh! Oh, you already said iTunes. That's right. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the back to the news. So, anything that make you go, hmm? yes. However,
1: uh, it's one of the things that that I posted, then you reposted it to
0: the endtimes.chat feed on Telegram. Oh, yes, I did. Okay, here it comes. I am gonna. Po- I actually pulled it up from the New York Post uh, because the actual place that I had put in endtimes.chat was, that's to say, from a less reputable source. So I decided I was going to look it up on some of the other reputable sources so that we could kind of see what they were talking about. Go, it's all you. Oh my gosh.
1: That's all you gotta say. NASA hired twenty-four theo- theologians to study human reaction to aliens new book. Seriously. So a <clears throat> couple things. Um, by the way, uh we we went and saw a movie and it's I used to go to movie theater a lot. Now I rarely go, rarely go. I've gone to two movies in the last couple of years. Obviously. Over the last years, it's been a little sketchy because <clears throat> they weren't open. Um, so we went and saw a movie called Spider-Man. So I'm not going to say anything about it other than there are several things that if you're paying attention that they talk about. And, and everything is set, being set up that, okay, what about the aliens? Because here's, here's the significance to all this alien stuff. Yeah, maybe you want one that believes in aliens and there could be life on other planets. I don't believe there is. However, if, if they had, I believe we would have found it by now. And I just believe if you read the Bible, it just makes sense what God did was on earth. And after the battle of Armageddon, the church comes back and is on the earth for a thousand years. Correct? Correct, Dan? Just make sure, because you're a theologian. They didn't ask you. NASA didn't contact you, though, so I'm starting to wonder about your theologian ability. Well, you know, you can doubt.
0: It's all good. It's okay. I I won't hurt.
1: So so, so there was, like, different... So the point of the movie... This isn't the point of the movie. However, one of the things about this movie is that they talk about different dimensions, and people come from the past, and they were idle... Or they were in some other dimension, doing
0: whatever. So Ah. that's—I don't know what that was. Sound like Cujo? (laughs) No, don't worry. It was. I'm just trying to get some up on the screen, but I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, freaked me out, and now I'm scared.
1: Go for it. When when do I do that? When I do that to you? I mean, I just (laughs) interrupt you. You like got to do sound effects. Um, that wasn't an alien. That wasn't an alien, by the way. So anyway. (laughs) Focus, focus. So, the, focus. so they're talking about different dimensions where people can literally live in these other dimensions. So, not only just aliens, but regular people. So they're talking about that. Then they're talking about other planets, and then they're talking about all the different things. Which you know, I mean, watch any sci-fi movie, you know, and there's hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, now they're getting more and more realistic. And I believe part of the the hard play on this is they have to explain when a billion plus people all of a sudden are gone. You say, GJ, Dan, what does that mean? When Christ comes back, which we call the rapture, in the inkling of a moment, it doesn't matter whether you're uh, uh, driving a car, flying a plane, sleeping, shaving, whatever, people, whatever people do on a daily basis, whatever their job is, so, you know, half the world will be sleeping, half the world will be awake. All of a sudden, let's say a billion people are gone. They have to explain that. And that's part of the way Satan operates. So it's the lie that's going to be told, and it's going to create fear, and they have to justify it. So look at all the things that have been out there over the last 22 months um, that have been, you know, legit, truth, and some deception and false and lies. So we've all seen it. I don't care where you stand on any top, any of the topics that have come to fruition over the last 22 months. We've seen truth. We've seen lies. So the truth is, they're trying to find ways to tell the story when Jesus returns and takes us to heaven. That's really what it comes down to. So now NASA has hired (laughs) these theologians, and how did they pick them? I don't know. And uh, I know they talk about one guy and. And his beliefs and i'm like okay if you're a theologian and now you're giving credence to the aliens versus jesus there's a problem in my opinion so today, oh, so oh, that's really that's really all i have to say about it i'm sort of on my tangent i'm also on my soapbox so i'm gonna <laughs> hand the soapbox over to you hey by the way for- yeah by the way in times chat boop boop boop
0: what come on, somebody. So, in adding a little bit to the story, I was looking through this article from the New York Post. And um, so there's a, a guy that came out with a book. I think, yeah, they have a picture of him down here somewhere, but yeah, this is him right here. Uh, his name is Reverend Dr. Andrew Davison. He is, has written a book. And uh, from that book, that's why NASA has hired these theologians, because there is a thought in Christianity that God has created other planets and has uh, created life on those planets and that Jesus came down and gave them the same kind of uh, redemption on those planets as he did for earth. So that's where they're taking this from. So they, and there's a certain percentage of people, I guess you can read through the article in the New York post that actually believe, yeah, time out. What, 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 what? Just so everybody's clear. It doesn't say that in the Bible. No, it doesn't. But that's what a lot of Christians are believing, and that's why NASA has called on them to come and actually do this kind of research. That's not see. a lot.
1: It's only twenty-four. Let's let's clarify that. It's only twenty-four.
0: Twenty-four theologians is a lot of theologians. that ain't them, nothing dude. That ain't nothing. Most, I'm just most of them aren't going to agree anyway. So I mean, hey, twenty-four
1: is uh, not many. You got your story. I'm going to a glass half empty. You can go to a glass half full. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going glass
0: half full. Uh, in any event, my sponsor. No, that's good. I need to have a little sip myself. So in any event, that's why they're calling on that. And to me, it's uh, just following what you said, G.J. To me, it's it, it comes down to the whole deception thing that we that I just was really on my heart for the last couple of weeks. Uh, and there's a quote that I'm going to pull up real quick before we get into this last. I want to show you one more thing that made me go. Hmm. First of all, Uh, it's not a quote. It was like a dissertation. I just want to throw
1: that out there because when you start going down that path, it's he he basically wrote, wrote a book
0: to me. I'm like, dude, I can't read all this. Well, that actually was what I posted on Facebook. So Charles Baudelaire once said this, the devil's finest trick is to persuade you that he does not exist, which is in itself its own deception. Then Alfred Tennyson, and this is the one thing that really got me. Alfred Tennyson once said, a lie that is a half truth is the darkest of all lies. So if you can take a piece of the truth and build your own story on top of it, then you can try to pull in a bunch of people that may have, uh, that are maybe even weaker in the faith and not not enough knowledge in the scriptures to try to believe a lie that's based around one small, one part of a truth. So this is kind of what I see is happening here with, hey, well, aliens must exist because God created other planets and put other life there. And he brought Jesus to those planets too. So you can see how someone would be like, of course God would do that. Why would he not do that? And so I think we need to be extremely careful with these kinds of things that come out and the deception that follows. So I did have one other thing before we get to that whole conversation, by the way, that I thought was just mind boggling. And uh, I was, while you were talking, while you were talking, I was trying to pull up that video, which is what you heard. And I turned down the volume on this so far. So I'm not sure if you saw this yet, G.J. or not, but it was one of the programs that I like to catch every now and then. But in Paris, uh, there are, well, let me back up. Uh, Holograms have been in the movies for, for, for decades, right? In Star Wars, in the movie Star Wars, They have those little tiny holograms that people would play messages from. And so when Luke Skywalker, if you remember in Princess Leia, he saw Princess Leia on this little hologram kind of providing a message. Luke, I'm not not your father. Luke, I'm not your father. Okay. So um, in any event, holograms have been now popping up all over Paris in these different areas. And this particular video was one that popped up on the side of a building in Paris, uh, and I'm just going to play it and let you see what it looks like. Uh, it is an angel, and uh, it I mean it's incredibly uh lifelike, but if you if you see something like this, or if you see a hologram uh, showing, I actually saw a video a little while ago when I was doing a little research on this that Uh, They had this stage and they had a black section of the stage and you heard this voice of somebody and all of a sudden they pop up on the stage and they kind of fizzle in like like a hologram would fizzle in. And uh, this person is now talking to a crowd of people, but he's actually not there. He's live somewhere else, but it's a hologram on the stage that's now talking to these people. The amount of technology that we have out there right now that that can present things like this could easily be used to deceive people into thinking something that is is not real that they're portraying to be real, which brings a whole new level of deception in and a whole new way of bringing in uh, potential signs and wonders. Because if you look at the scripture, this is why this ties in. If you look at the scripture in Revelation, I just read this today, in Revelation 18 and 19, that the Antichrist is given the ability through the false prophet, the the one world religion, to be able to do signs and wonders that will deceive many. And so you have to kind of wonder how those signs and wonders are going to play out. I happen to think that technology will be used in ways that you haven't even seen yet that will potentially deceive people and, and maybe even show signs of wonders that look real that may not be real. So I wanted to get your response on that, and then I kind of wanted to shoot towards this message that um, that you have in your heart and that I want to add, too. So go for it.
1: Well, everything you were saying sounded like the mainstream media um, versus truth and lies and deception and half-truths. So that seems like, and, and most people are like, yeah, and, and some people will call it the fake news, whatever you refer to. Um, the bottom line is, is we can all pick up, like, is that really real? Is it not? You know, and so that's one thing. The other thing is that I've seen, especially with the younger generation, you know, people like myself, not Dan, because he was born with Moses. And then oh, I'm teasing. Um, <laughs> by the way, I'm actually older than Dan. So just throw it out there. Cut that. We need to edit that. Cut. Stop this right now. We got to edit that part. Huh?
0: Um, <laughs> you edited
1: it. It's, it's now recorded. It's recorded Whoa. history. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Uh, that's why I give them a hard time. Um, so the younger generation, one of the things that, that is, you know, gaming is really big. You know, gaming got really big. It started to get big when I was a kid, you know, um, but not to the level it is. And now you look at some of these games. I mean, they're like lifelike. So we actually, for Christmas, you know, one of, one of our sons was here and I had these old games from PlayStation and uh, Xbox and he, I said, yeah. I said these. I uh, asked him if he still had an Xbox or a PlayStation. He said no. And I said, he said, he said, I see too much time being wasted, so I don't have one. I said that's that's very smart. So then I said, well, remember these games? He goes, oh my gosh, yes. And he's like, the graphics on this suck. <laughs> and I remember at the time it was like, this is less than ten years ago. They were like, oh my gosh. Now you look at some of these games; they're so lifelike. So the younger generation is obviously heavily into gaming, even down to the phone now. And I'm seeing ads over, you know, ads after ads on gaming, just on the on the phone. Then you take it to the escape. People want to escape, so the reality, so the false reality of us living a regular life to living a into reality, is actually attractive because it's a way to escape. What's happening though is that Satan. And I'm not saying this across the board or all games, just like all TV shows or all movies. However, we're seeing more and more and more of deception and more and more of the symbolism from Satan has become more and more in our face. The reason being, because we're getting closer and closer and closer to Jesus's return. So with the reality, the false reality, it's a way to escape. However, it's also a funnel system to get us more and more, well, that's just normal. So all these things are being utilized, and it's like there's this high level of convergence happening. And on the flip side, this can be used for good things as well. So for everything that can be used for bad, evil, it can be used
0: for good as well. So that's, those are my thoughts. Well, there, the, one of the passages of scripture I posted on Facebook is uh, Proverbs twelve twenty two. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. And, uh, and then I also posted um, Galatians chapter 5, 16 through 26, and um, 2 Corinthians 11, 14 to 15. I know it was a book this time. And also what you had posted about Job 22, verses 20 through 30. And all these scriptures talk about the fact that we need to be mindful and careful of the deception that exists in this world. And here's what deception looks like. Deception will take something like a healthy uh, husband and wife relationship where sex in that relationship is something that is honored and and is celebrated and turn it into something that it should not be, which means um, that you, you may be having sex with all these other people and thinking that it's okay. Of course it's okay because this is what we were created to do. Or you distort it and do something else with it, which we won't get into today. But that deception has been around since the Garden of Eden, ever since the devil looked at Eve and said, God surely didn't say it that way. He must have meant this. Taking God's creation and changing it, turning it to, to try to see it in a way that will make you doubt God and make you doubt the truth that God has in your life. This happens with, um, with idolatry. This happens with people that are, that are angry with each other. That you just, if, it, if the devil can just sneak into your thought life and just say, you know what, your wife meant this, and it was damaging to you, or your friend said this, but what they really meant was this. And so making, making that, that disconnect happen, that division happen between two people. Here's the bottom line. God created us to be in relationship with him, and he created us also to be in relationship with each other. Whatever the devil can do to deceive us into thinking that that is not the case, to cause division, to cause issues, to cause quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, um, envy, wild parties and other sins that actually will, will take over your life, he'll do it to destroy you. And that's the deception that we face. Oh my gosh, it's just, it's just a little bit of fun. Why, why, why would it not be good to just try that drug? why would it not be good to, I mean, surely God would want us to feel good, right? That's the kind of lies and deception that are out there. So we need to be really careful about that. But we also understand that as Christians, we have a responsibility. Because if we belong to Jesus, then that means that all of the sinful passions and the and what I'll call the lusts that we have, the desires for things that are not from God, or that have been deceived that in, the, in the masses to think that they're something God would be okay with, all those things have been crucified with Jesus. Those sinful things, those desires, those, the sinful nature have been nailed up on a cross because of Jesus. And so as believers, we who belong to, to Jesus, we take all those sinful passions and those lustful desires and we leave them at the cross of Jesus and we say, you know what, I'm, a, I'm, I'm sinful I know that without Jesus, there's nothing I can do to get to God. And I want to not only believe that Jesus is the Son of God, but I want to know beyond any doubt that when I die, I will go to be with Him, and that the things that God has said are true, that they are trustworthy, and that they will be the only way that we can get to heaven is through Jesus. So, I'm going to say that, and then I'll pray in a minute, but what else do you have to add to that, G.J.?
1: Well, Let's go to oh, Papa Reynolds. So the one thing to to know between deception or not deception, one is is pray for wisdom. If we pray for wisdom, God is willing to give that wisdom to us. And what I've seen, it's like a building block. The more you pray, the more you're obedient, the more wisdom He starts to give you. And now, like I see stuff that I'm like I used to be blind to. I didn't even see it. The sim symb- the symbology, uh. The symbolism that, that exists. And uh, I was telling my wife, I was like, oh my gosh. And she goes, she goes, yep, it's good that you can see it and it's good that you're aware of it. My question to you, and this is my wife asked me this question Are you talking more about Jesus? Are you focused more on Jesus? Are you focused more on what's bad? Which, which leads me to um, what one of the, uh, I'm in Job 23, uh, chapter 23, verse 10, and, and it's highlighted by my dad. For those that don't know, my dad passed away in, in January of 2021. Uh, but he knoweth the the way that I take when he hath tried me; I shall come forth as gold. So that's Job talking. And um, and 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 why I'm in this chapter, I'm actually going to read chapter uh, 22, verse 28. And, and earlier in the show, we talked about you know 2022. So the number 20 is redemption, and the number 22 is light. So redemption and light. This is also, and everything is done in seven-year increments. And the more you read the Bible, you'll understand this. And we could, we could do a whole show just on that. So we're in the seventh year of a seven-year cycle. So 2022 is a new cycle. And um, so it'd be year one of a new cycle. And there's a name for it. And it's, a, it's a Hebrew name and I I can't remember, maybe you know it, um, for what the seven-year cycles are called. So anyway, 2022, when I heard that, I'm like, okay, there's been a lot of darkness over the last couple of years, and although there's been some bright spots, and there has been some good things, we started the show (laughs) right before the pandemic hit. Um, So 2022, and and so I I went, and I, I was listening to an individual, and he said, Job, Twenty two twenty eight, 28. So, verse uh, chapter 22, verse 28 pretty much lays out 2022. If you really step into it, let me read this. So, this is Job 22 28. You will succeed in whatever you choose to do, and light will shine on the road ahead of you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, by itself, that sounds pretty awesome. We have to be in. We have to be obedient to God. We have to be focused on God. And all these crazy things we talk about and all these signs we talk about every week, you know, this is an exciting time because we're in the end days and Jesus is showing all these things that were prophesied long before we were even born. Dan was alive. I wasn't. And no one else was. But all these prophecies have happened or are happening right before our eyes. And we were chosen. God chose us, and no matter what you're dealing with, no matter where you're at in life, God values you, and God is willing to forgive you. All you have to do is ask for that forgiveness. Ask for Him to come into your heart and acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the only way through Him, and by doing that, you can have eternal life, and that's really what we're. this really is all about. In a nutshell, here's the signs. Pay attention. Well, get right with Jesus. Get right with God, because This life is temporary. And maybe you know somebody that went through some of these challenges that we talked about, some of the weather craziness or stuff that is going to happen, you know, at some point in our life or even a car wreck. My question to you is, are you ready? And if you're ready, do you know other people that aren't ready that you can pray for them? So the things that I challenge everyone is be in the word, which is God's word, the Bible. And when you start reading this, then you realize that some of the stuff that's out there is really garbage, and it's really <laughs> like watching a movie that is fake, and uh, and you, you have the dis- God will start to give you that discernment to know what's true, what's not true, like what Dan said, what's false, what's deception, and so you can start living in full truth unequivocally. Because a lot of times we think it's truthful, but it, but is it? And so one is be in the Word, number two is pray, and number three. Is being around like-minded people where you can have open conversation without judgment, <clears throat> without without anger, without any of the craziness that goes on that we see, especially online, and <clears throat> that is going to support you no matter what, uh, and good or and, and good or bad. Those are those are the kind of people you want to be around. So those are three key things. So Dan, why don't you lead us in prayer, and uh, let's sign off.
0: Yeah, definitely. But before I do, pray. I love the scriptures that you sent uh, before as well from Job chapter 22, because what it really does is it gives us the whole prescription, because when, when you end off with you will succeed in whatever you choose to do, the, the light of, will shine on the road ahead of you. Before that, we must submit to God, and then you will have peace. Not a, not Not life around you will be peaceful, but you will have peace. Then things will go well for you. Listen to his instructions, store them in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. So clean up your life. If you give up your lust for money and throw your precious gold into the river, the Almighty himself will be your treasure. He will be your precious silver. Then you will take delight in the Almighty and look up to God. You will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfill your vows to him. Then it says you will succeed in whatever you choose to do. So we must understand that the first thing we need to do is submit to God, which is what we're going to do right now. If that is you and you want to submit yourself to God, let's say this prayer. Dear Jesus, dear Father, we thank you for what you have done and who you are. Jesus, you are the Son of God. We must first start off with that. You are the Son of God. We believe it. We confess with our mouth and with our heart that we are lost without you that you created us for relationship with you, but that was damaged and separated in the garden. And you have created the way back to you. You have paved the way back to you through your son, Jesus, with his death and his resurrection. And so, Lord, we believe, we, we confess, and now, Lord, we ask you to come into our heart, cleanse us, Lord, from all of the sin, the sinful nature, all the things that have separated us from you. Open our eyes to your truth and help us to live for you from this point forward. Give us the strength and the courage and the boldness to be able to live for you in this world. And that we would overcome because you said, Lord, that you have already overcome the world. And we thank you, Lord, for it in Jesus' name. Amen. amen.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Hey. Wait, our last show
1: of 2021. Hey, of 2020, last us 22. Show. Bring on the redemption!
0: Bring on the light. Uh, and those seven years, man, it's going to be awesome, which means all debts should be should be released at that point. I wish that happened in real life right now. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah well, That's great. Maybe they I'm will. Forgive, I'm forgiving my your debt to me. God bless you guys. See you next year. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.